Well, it's another Tuesday evening on 97.3 City FM, and this is the only place you should come to when you want to talk tech. And today we're going to be talking about something that affects literally everyone. It's about payments. So strap in, turn up the volume, call a friend to tune in as well, and let's get ready for a riveting show. You're welcome to City Trends. My name is Philippa Sean and City Trends is live and interactive. You can be a part of the conversation using our WhatsApp number 0549-986-996. Same number is also on Telegram, so make sure you send your messages through and we will be reading them as and when the show goes on. Today, we're talking about a very big part of our lives on a daily basis payments now the payment ecosystem consists of interconnected and networked electronic equipment banks and non-banking financial corporations that basically facilitate funds transfer between the purchasers and the vendors so if you've ever been at any point in that cycle then you have been a part of that payment ecosystem however over the last what 30 40 years there have been phenomenal changes and within the last six years it looks like the speed train has smashed through the payments ecosystem and everything has been turned on its head what exactly is going on from a global perspective how is it having an impact on an african and a ghanaian perspective and really what other innovations lie in the future that we can hopefully look to and say that you know we are smashing um you know whatever barriers that they are well today i'll be doing i'll be doing this conversation with well he's not exactly the tallest person in the room but then when he does open his mouth to speak you'll understand why he he needs to be on this show to give us these perspectives i'm going to give him a chance to introduce himself and tell you who he is and then when we jump into it you understand why i'm speaking to him today thank you philip i don't know why you decided to use height to describe but yes my name is patrick asarifimpong the head of product of haptel so what does the head of products actually do if you can give us a brief understanding before i get into some of the issues of payment and the understanding of payments that we want to get well product management is basically you solving problems and so as a company we have certain problems and opportunities we think that we can solve and bring value to our customers and businesses and so when we think of any of that um, a product manager is called to come and make sure that that value is brought up to it so that's basically the work of a product manager then i'm guessing that you've been quite busy um, these last few months and, 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 and weeks. But then we also understand that it's not just a Ghana thing, it's a global thing. And the global global payments scene has seen quite a shift, especially with COVID coming to the picture. A lot of people we know were doing a lot of online payments and things like that. And actually even getting to understand better, you know, what that sort of level of payment is all about. And um, payments, you know, have have obviously changed within the last 11 years, obviously with digitalization and everything coming into the into the fray. Um, what have been your observations about that shifts from global to Africa in terms of payments? Um, and what exactly have changed within these last two few years as compared to, you know, all the years when all this evolution, these 11 years of evolution of the payments platform um, came into being? 
Um, thank you. I think that the few years that we are, particularly the past five, six years has been very great. And I think you did mention um, COVID actually came to change everything that we knew. Um, trade has, uh, and commerce has become a very important part of how we exchange value. And so if you are talking of payment, it's basically exchange of value. And I think the internet brought a lot, but the developed, developing world were very fast on it, or the developer were very fast on it. But when it comes to um, Africa and then the developing world, it's, it was slow because um, we, we were a bit lagging in coming on to the whole digital space. I think mobile money just opened up the whole experiment for us with what has happened from in Kenya from 2007 coming and then what we also see going on in Ghana. And with that expansion in, in, in trade and commerce, also an exchange of value means that a lot of have to be done in terms of how I pay. And immediately that happens, then definitely you need to find, you can't use fiscal cash because then cash becomes limited. You have to fiscally be present. So we are looking at how to make payments um, beyond that. So I think that the past five years have just opened up that now in Africa, everybody is now seeing the possibilities of this. And I think when lockdown and COVID came, then we really see the uptick of it that, look, we cannot continue this contact approach of making payments and we have to move digital. And we have all seen the benefits and how it has increased the perspective and changed the whole scope of what people do think about. I, 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 I would want you to um, give us a sense of when we say the, the payment ecosystem, like what, what, what are the components of it? If you could just give us a wide um, view, because I have a follow-up question, and that's why I want you to just sort of break it down for us. When we say the, the global payment ecosystem, what, what are we talking about? What are the components of it? Um, so generally, the components of it mainly is um, you have uh, the, the licensed um, institutions that are supposed to keep the money, which is the banks. Then there's also the technology to move the money. So that's where you see a lot of fintechs come into that space. Then there's also those that have to keep it secured in terms of the transfer. And then we have also the settlement. So there is that, these are the main components in there. And there's also the infrastructure to make sure that this runs um, smoothly. Yeah. Um, it, it, it appears that there are quite a number of players within those spaces. But there was one thing that you said about how Africa or some of the countries, well, generally within Africa, how long it took us, for example, to catch up or to want to catch up with the rest of the world when mobile was there. Was it, was it that we were trying to incorporate um, a technology that we weren't necessarily, for want of a better expression, properly educated on as compared to mobile which was a no-brainer for us what what exactly accounted for that lapse in time when there was a platform that was much simpler much easier for us to adapt and, and like you said once empresa came in, it was almost like ah, but why hadn't we been doing this all all, all the time yeah I, I i think it's all about innovation and also how to show people that things are possible. And I think when we started getting to the fundamentals of what really money is, 
I think that's where everybody it's just a number it's a value how to be able to indicate that this value can move from here to there becomes very important I think when we I mean with the influx of internet it became easy for us to all adapt the credit card and processes where the developed countries had but when it come to Africa it wasn't common and so there had to be a way that something that is common amongst us we can see we can identify with and i think mobile uh, telephony has actually just started and just everybody knew you have a number and so for you to be identified by that became like the great innovation that just pack up the whole uh, process because then it means that ah i just need a number and that is my bank account and i can actually receive value and the value can be exchanged to actual fiscal cash for me to have mm. so i think the innovation there was that we were able to bring mobile money actually brought something that we could easily identify with and it was something that was already there and so it just catch up like wildfire do you do you get the sense that sometimes we undervalue the impact of mobile money as as a driver of financial inclusion maybe because we are stuck in this mindset that we have to look so european in terms of how we transact or on a daily basis that it seems like oh mobile is just an excuse and once we don't have your paypals and everything else we haven't really gotten there yet without really recognizing just how impactful mobile money as as a mode of of transfer of value is and how it's transforming the african continent because some hold the view that mobile money is actually a more impactful way in terms of when you when you look at how the financial technologies impact our lives it seems mo mobile you know the, the mobile aspect of the conversation is more impactful than probably your visas and some of these other modes of transfer of, of, of value yes i think for africa that's the case mm -hmm. Um, because, um, like you rightly said, we're more identifiable with our mobile numbers than with credit cards. And to answer your question, I, I think that we there's more we can innovate on it. I, I think that um, we are just scratching, scratching the surface. Really? Yes, I'm telling you. Also. So, uh, what, what is your credit card actually? Or you realize, break it down in terms of how um, payment works. Mm -hmm. First is that I must identify you that this is Philip Ashon, right? And Philip must be able to say that I have this amount of funds and it's credible, backed by someone. That is, if, if, if because we want to use law by the central bank. Now, so far as I can do that, the next thing is that I can move around with that same number and I'll be known as Philip. Now, if that identification is well fixed, that's why I'm so happy about what we are doing in Ghana now with the national identification, because it helps in ID. immediately you are identified and can be linked to one ID that uniquely identifies you. That is it. Everything can be linked up to you. So when I say we are just scratching the surface, we are just taking payment. There's more beyond payment. There's insurance. There's um, equity. There's investment. There's so many things that could be done around it. But I think for now, we're seeing the exchange of value 
in terms of money mm. as what we are doing is fine and that's why i see the inclusion the financial inclusion is going to be more because of that because my my grandmother actually has a mobile phone mm. it might not be a smartphone mm. but i can reach her on it i can speak to her on it if i want to reach out to someone else in uh, urban areas uh, rural areas it's easier for us to do that mm. and so how we make sure that these numbers or this form of identification is unique cannot be tempered with then it becomes a basis that all other form of innovation can be built on top of it not only payments in my opinion That's, i mean the, the the prospects of that obviously is really really exciting and i can imagine for someone like you you know it, it brings up quite a number of things oh, yeah. in terms of what is possible and, and and what is not well listen so you're still tuned in to 97.3 city fm this is city trends we are having a conversations about payments what it is today what it's going to be in the future and how you can be a part of the conversation now when you look across the board what are the key drivers of payments in in globally and probably specifically in in africa and and, and, and in ghana so are they the same? They are. They are the same. Like I did mention that <clears throat> money is actually an exchange of value. Mm. If you look at it right. in this bearish form. Mm. So trade and commerce is the real drivers of it. But the adoption of a certain type of payment, which now we think we're all drawing towards digital, is basically on four different levels from what we've we've come to realize first is there's convenience and ease of use it has to be very convenient that's why when we come to discuss payment in africa it's easy for us to talk about mobile money than to talk about credit card because it sounds a bit convoluted with a whole lot of things that we are not too sure so that's the first one convenience and ease of use second is you have to deal with what we call reliability because that channel or whatever channel you put there has to be reliable people should depend on it so um not 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 to just give if if you look at the way even mobile money have moved and the adoption of it it has become because there were a lot of agents out there so now people knew that when i dial a certain ussd it will go if i receive an sms alert there is someone that i can take the money from so then I can physically see it. So not that only is convenient, it has to be reliable. The third pillar for it is security. It must be secured because as, as exchange of value are dealing with here, in, in the, so, the whole value chain, if anything happens around it, then it's like, it's gone. And then the fourth thing that a lot of people don't see it, but is very critical, is settlement. Mm -hmm. When I say settlement, it's like how you finally get the real value. So, like I said earlier, trade and commerce drives all this because um, you you don't just give money for anything. You give money for something. Yes. It's for an, an exchange for a value. It is for a service. It's for an item. It's for anything. So when the way the person pays is convenient the way the person is paying you is reliable so it, the person returns to that same form and it's secured but i can't get the money immediately it starts stalling everything and that is what made the banking system become um in quote a way that people really didn't trust and that's why a lot of people have moved to mobile my quarter the instance of settlement and the instance 
of getting available with your cash if you really want to look at it in that form so if if we tackle these four very well and for us in Haptor, that is what we've been looking at to do and i'm sure later on we'll talk more about what we want to do around that area these become the real foundations that we have to look at and make sure that um, um it's done and done very well so in the in, in in the space of time if if you do we can talk more about all of them so what it means is once you get these four fundamentals in place you can build whatever you want on, on, on top of it and, and and the thing that you mentioned about settlement it, it often tends to be a very contentious issue you know I mean because if I go for example and I'm buying kinky I mean I guess that from settlement what you're saying is I should be able to produce the five CD I'm buying the kinky with and the kinky said I should be able to receive that five CD Thank and you. know that everything is is settled Thank there is no extra for me anywhere but once there's a delay oh and Tim Patrick say I can't one city 50 pesos. That changes the dynamics of the relationship. And it's it's a very, very interesting thing that and so what what you are saying is that mobile money, as we've come to know it, has basically taken that element away and made it, you know, sort of settled and given people that that trust. Very interesting stuff. Well, there's been a lot that's been said in the fintech space especially around all of these you know changes within the space and um from an industry watchers point of view um what does that mean for the economy all these things that we've talked about all these changes that are happening globally all these changes that are happening in ghana as well you know what do you think it has translated into in terms of how ghanaians do their trading how ghanaians go about their commerce and things like that Yes, it's made payments much easier, but beyond people going to some vendor on the corner and collecting their money, how has it impacted the country or our economy generally? Um, greatly, um, greatly so, because it's, it's like I just said, it's an exchange of value for um, goods or service. And so immediately you are able to, like I said, get a value. The service can be rendered now take ghana for example um i don't think that uh, um, um two three years ago we could hear more of a lot of entrepreneurs that now we call social entrepreneurs that came on social media and try mm. to do selling mm. why do you think they are doing that previously they had to actually put their goods in a vehicle and try to come to a physical location and come to sell now we see a lot of them in fact people have tra started having businesses with not necessarily having fiscal locations and it's after they've done the business for a while they try to give some level of fiscal location to it and able to do a lot of business there it, it is changing the face of our economy um if you could go to bank of ghana and see the the the, the amount of digital transaction that is really going on and you see the rise coming from 2015 and the rise from um, 2020 coming mm. you see greatly a lot of things i mean i know i know people talk about this new law that is coming and thing personally i feel like based on the numbers that we are seeing it is a great opportunity for the economy um you know one of the most important thing for every economy is that you may you should be able to know the drivers and see the flow of the transaction for the first time, we are beginning to really understand that there's really an underground economy and we are surfacing it up 
and we are beginning to have an insight into exactly what was going on. I, I, I don't think Bank of Ghana knew then that we could process that amount of mobile money. No. Now it has shown the possibility for us to, as a country to even start thinking of taxing it. It shows the benefit. But um, as I said, this is opening up our economy. And and, and 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 this is now going to be the bedrock of the fact that if this is possible, then what are the other things that we can build on top of it? And I'm happy for our generation for us to experience this at this time because then we can start innovating on top of it. Companies like Haptual and the rest of us could be able to work in building up more innovative products on top of it which is now going to ease because now we have, we have as i said we are now solving the fundamentals of mm. the exchange of value so now people if 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 you even do um buy something from someone right now you don't think about the money more than the the product itself that you want to deliver to you because now we've been you, you sort of know that with you, you know that it will go. I mean, you know, whichever mobile money wallet you have, it will just go. So you're not too worried about that. Now, we are now putting pressure on the entrepreneurs who are actually rendering the, the, the goods and the services to actually deliver. Because we are making sure that that expansion happens. That is also now giving room for people who need not move from where they are to different places to be able to also have... Um, how should I say, expanded form of what they are trying to do. So just think about it. We've been fighting this um, rural urban migration and how people are coming in. And these, uh, you know, I, I, I follow, um, what's her name, Hamamat, mm -hmm. right? She's doing this wonderful share butter and, and she's in and off. And she's not really worried about it because that's where the real business is, but she can transport. And she can do all this. It's opening up our economies. Or actually going to open up this whole country. And with that expansion is where now the real global and the cross um, Africa trade now begins. Because then you are now getting exposed to a lot of demand. Other than being contrived to just a few people who are seeing who what you can supply. And also be able to um, demand for that. And um, it's, it's interesting when you talk about the companies and the opening up, because I have two things that I wanted to ask you about. That. Firstly is cross-border payments and, okay. and settlement. I'm in Nigeria, or someone is in Nigeria, sees a product, for example, like you said, with Hamamat and whoever it is, and they want to make a purchase. Um, they have Naira, Hamamat is probably taking in CD, or probably they'll have to use a dollar. Like, that whole process has gotten kind of cumbersome, you know, where, you know, you have to go and find some place and someone has to open a special bank account for you to, to deposit. Sometimes you deposit in the charges and things like that. How How is how is this new mode of settlement and payments going to ease it? And are we going to see it anytime soon? We've seen semblances of it, but for it to be as widespread as, you know, top of mind, you know, just put it here and everything will go. We really haven't seen it blow up the way we expected it to. So what are your predictions on when we're going to see that whole cross-border payments and settlement sort of thing ease out into every country, probably within the African African sub-region? I've I, I, I said that, I mean, last, um, some few months ago, we went for a conference um, where we were discussing trans... Um, 
uh, African trade, especially with exchange. Mm. And now we have central banks. And you see, when 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 you start seeing when you see something is going to start running fast, mm. it's it's you 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 always have to consider who are the ones that is opening their eyes to. Um, for the train the meeting we attended. Ghana has a central bank. The central bank has inter, uh, like come in in terms of settlement. So we have GIPS, right? Nigeria has the same thing. Um, Kenya is doing the same thing. Now, when we have all that, it means that we are trying to find a way to now have single entities for that's this kind of collaboration. And so for me, for cross-African trade, I, I think that within three to five years, is, is going to be massive. And, 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 and anyone that does not get on board will find itself a very um, a very difficult place um, in there. But for it to happen again, as I said, uh, we need to innovate on the technology. Remember I mentioned that there's already the trade, so it's, and then the commerce is there. Sorry. Thank you, the technology. So all of us who are innovating on the technology have to make sure that we are making it convenient, easy to use, it should be reliable, it should be secured, identity theft, fraud, all those things should be captured in very well and we have to do with the settlement. Now to answer your question that um, you were asking about Naira and the rest, um, again money is an exchange of value. Yeah. Why do you think that Nigeria started the E-Naira mm. and Ghana is piloting the ECD? is going to put your mind on that something is changing in the market. Mm -hmm. I think cryptocurrency has come to bring our minds on to something which um, universal form of payment. And, and I don't think it will go away. And humanity, is, we, we are very great at looking at a problem over and over again and be able to innovate around it. So I think that all the players in the industry are keeping a, a great eye on it and making sure that um, whatever it is, um, cross payment is one of the major things that's going to happen this 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 2022-2023 is a major thing. There's four main things that the industry is looking at for. Cross payment is one of them. Um, we are all looking at the um, expansion of mobile money because currently um, Nigeria have given licenses to, to Airtel and MTN to operate as, as mobile money wallets. Um, you know, they didn't have that. Ghana have that. Mm. Uh, and and then Kenya also, but if if you look at the statistics, um, um, the growth of internet penetration, as against even the growth of mobile money, it tells you the the, the, the how how big is going to be. In, in Kenya, the growth of internet penetration was about twenty three percent or so. Mobile money is eighty five eighty four percent. Nigeria, same thing, around close about twenty three twenty four in terms of internet. Then you go and look at um, their mobile money, 60%. Now, if you take other countries like Morocco, which is doing about 89% in terms of internet penetration, they are doing like about 9% or so in terms of mobile money. So we try to tell you that in terms of those of us that are adapting, the, 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 how far mobile money is going, or let me even use, mobile money is just a semblance of digital payment in our sense, our, our side generally how this is happening cross payment or cross-border payment is also going to come on board mm -hmm. and one thing that i think also is going to be major is um, um buy now pay later ability to, for um people to buy because i told you trade is and commerce is the bedrock of everything yeah. immediately that happens you need to give people the ability to pay mm -hmm. and then they want more 
and so uh, you definitely have the situation where um, this generation that is coming that are used to a bit of financing and crediting or like to have a bit to do that and so anybody who is able to innovate around that space too because so I think that these are uh, not only the cross payment but other areas that will be very strong Share your thoughts and opinions on the show via the WhatsApp number 054-998-6996. Tweet at us using hashtag CityTrend. Well, you're still tuned in to 97.3 City FM. We are having a conversation around payments, the payment ecosystem, and you know how you can be a part of it, what is going to change in the next couple of um years and um you know how what you should know to make some informed decisions especially if you're a business if you're an in individual as well i mean the opportunities are endless and i just love the the last part of what you said especially because of some of the things that for example i watched um you know with the apple events a couple of weeks ago talking about um pay later and and all of that with with apple pay and the fact that mobile money one of the key predictions from you is that mobile money is going to also make a process like that much easier i i think i think i found that that very interesting but once again all of this is based on trust and one of the things that facilitate trust is the safety of platforms you know we've had countless stories people being defrauded someone calling you i even had one text message today from some human being who's working from NLA or some place like that, they send you these weird right. messages. Safety. Safety is a big issue, whether in Ghana or anywhere else. And I'm just wondering what is the next step in terms of securing people's funds and making sure that people are confident in the platforms that we have today that are making payments much easier? I, I think <clears throat> I think three different things need to be ha need to happen. First is identity, and I think that that's why I applaud the government and then the um, 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 the Ghana card and, and what they're doing, because very important when it comes to payment is first you want to know that the person who's paying you, especially when it comes to digital, is who he say he is, and it's him. Like you said, the NLA guy. Who is it? Is this person? If there was a way for you to identify that, verify that this is the person, you will have a problem. You you know me, I know you. So if you are extending something to me, I, I, I know it is coming from you. And so the first thing that I think we need to resolve is identity. And I think that all central banks are very heavy on that. I, we've all learned from the developed um, world how credit cards comes and all those things have happened. I think Visa, all the players, Visa, MasterCard, m mobile money. I think even our mobile money space, it used to be a bit rough, yeah. but you could see that been a, a, a lot of activities have gone on. So I'm truly um, I'm happy about what is going on. I think we need to do more. We shouldn't just say that, oh, but because there's a lot. Even Haptel, recently we had to actually send a disclaimer on uh, some riffraffs who were trying to use our name mm. to, 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 to defraud people. And so that's very important. And the central bank stepping in is great because we recently also got our license okay. um, from the central bank okay. um, uh, showing that we are a valid institution that works in the financial space. And the more the central bank comes in to make sure that 
everybody in this space is well audited and verified and licensed and they do a lot of due diligence i think we did uh, I'm, I'm happy about the space and what what's really going on there so first is the identity second is what i was um, talking about the players in the in, in 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 this space those who are facilitating this innovation must be people that we can trust institutions we can trust so like i mentioned as haptel has been licensed now we have the legal remit to be able to operate and do this and if everybody um the central bank is able to step in to 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 do that you will not be afraid because you are dealing with trusted entities who are operating the next thing that we i think we need to work on is that we have to invest more in the technology itself um i, I think that um sometimes when we mention this people feel like we're trying to overplay it um crypto has actually come to show a great way for us to do some of these secure form of transfer transfer of um, value and funds which i think that all of us should embrace and see how best if it doesn't work for us how do we improve it to make it because everything about the value as i said the identity we should know that this person is the who he is he actually owns this asset and how he transfers it also should be secured if we're able to ensure that those things are done then it puts a lot of trust on everybody but if i call you on your phone or send you a message you can't even tell whether it is truly me or someone else if you were able to verify you won't have a problem and that's why we don't really have problems with um, um people we know and we'll save their details who call us rather not sure unrecognized. unrecognized numbers numbers that come as unknown and things mm. like that mm. right so for trust to come in that has to those that three. those three um, um uh, have to have to come in very well immediately that happens you see that a lot of people trust the systems and so they don't really see people who might do bad things interfering then the next phase then comes in is about because it's money as i mentioned to you if i can have access and see fiscal evidence of it then everything is fine um, so once again um the 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 there can't be i mean they we we always aspire for a perfect system but we know that a system probably will never be perfect and so with what we have you've and you've mentioned some of them but i just wanted you to just spend some time telling us from your industry perspective what some of the challenges within the payments you know ecosystem in ghana is i mean for me as a consumer one of the first things is the fees you know i mean i'm sure you've heard it countless times but for you as an industry player as well you know do the fees become such a big issue for you and what other challenges really pop up in mind when when you think about the space that we're in at the moment yeah i think uh, i know consumers who always talk about fees <laughs> um they there are there are a couple of challenges we, we we have that we have to truly really solve fees is one of them uh, um i think innovating and bringing our technologies on it offsets normally is expensive and so um when you invest in them you definitely want to find a way to be able to recruit them but if we're able to do it in 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 a, in a, in, a, in a less costly way 
then definitely the fees won't become a challenge as as you're talking about the the second challenge that we have is, is fraud it's, it's a big thing and i'm happy that we have been able to bring fraud we are working tirelessly on it um i see i see that we will have to do a little bit more especially because we're also going to move into the cross um, uh, um border payments and then we will need um a, a lot of collaboration between um all the players to be able to really tell because if like you said you're dealing with somebody in nigeria then um you can't use ghana card to verify that person right you need something out there to also be able to verify that person so um fraud or secu um, um, security is, is also a major um problem um this one is is something that um is not well thought about but i think it's also, it's also another one float money because um the the way the system works currently you as as the fintech because it's not um we currently don't have instant i think gibbs is doing a great job to ensure some of these things are done sometimes you need to have some funds available to be able to handle all the transactions so you are, your technology will be available to be able to handle all the transactions but you might not have enough enough funds in there that that could that could actually process it so it might not have anything to do with your technology but it has everything to do whether you have enough um, funds there but if we're able to work on like i mentioned instant settlement and the rest then it makes it a bit easier so you don't really need to have because you get the money instantly and therefore um, um settling the recipient it, it really won't be also a major challenge in there these are the part I see, and then the fourth one I think we 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 have to deal with is um, like when we try to do security and all that, we we have to innovate also more to put it into um, our social palace. Like people should be able to easily relate to technology, right? And the, how they relate to it is not about talking about the technology itself; it's about talking about what it does for them. Experience the experience that they have to have I think that that is something for me as a product manager I think about a lot because I get people to use my products by giving them great user experience the technology can be great but if the experience is not great you see that the users won't come on top of it so I think that the industry also have to do more to not make people afraid they should feel comfortable in embracing it and the more that happens i think that we can extend most of this so in, in my in my space this is what i think that's that's interesting but you know people talk about how saturated the space in ghana is you know there are so many fintechs popping up all over the place more or less almost like offering the same service what is what is the new thing on the horizon that we have to pay attention to as as a game changer almost if if there's any well, I think the main thing is, um, and, and that's what I think Haptor has been trying to work on um, a couple of months now. Um, the bedrock of everything is trade and commerce. It starts with the entrepreneur, the person who has the idea to deliver a certain service or deliver a certain product. One of the major things is that when they have those ideas, 
they need to or they have started those um, ventures they need a way to be able to get the people to exchange the value now what normally happens is that you don't normally get these guys or these entrepreneurs the wonderful men and women who try to have all these things are most times not tech savvy and most times also that becomes a barrier because then all of us in the industry does oh we have apis we have this we have that then it's like i need to really go get um, a developer to come really to come and do the work that's that is also there but how do we make this as i mentioned to you how do we make these experiences great for them that they can easily come set up something and then immediately they are supposed to do it so you said that the space is being saturated it's true but i think that it depends on what each one of us is trying to do in the space and there's a lot that we have to do there's a lot that we have to do so when we are able to position ourselves in the places where like for us as we're talking about now um, and what work we are doing in terms of take payments that we are trying to support these are entrepreneurs those who have these great ideas in trying to in, um, use some of these our products we've done to take money and payments from the users is, is what 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 we're working on tell, tell me more about this this solution that you're talking yeah. about how does it work like i mean because look if i have to hire someone right to create something for me obviously it will cost me more you know but tell me about this solution if it's it's if it's something that will cost me less i'm guessing quite a number of people will be very interested in how exactly uh, it can be rolled out and how they can benefit from it certainly and like i did mention to you the four pillars mm-hmm. uh, of all these is convenient ease of use there must be um, reliability there has to be security and there has to be settlement so for you the entrepreneur that is thinking of the ideas like you rightly said like i was telling you 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 should also have your own business right okay so you 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 think of this beautiful shirt you are wearing maybe you have um you you can make it and then you want to do it what haptel has done is that we're saying that come to haptel you just sign up having an account and we have two main options for you first is we have a service called request money that when you click on it allows you to be able to set up a payment link so basically you're selling the shirt you click on it you set it up this is the picture of the shirt it cost 50 cities and this is the description about it when you click on save we generate a specific link for you that you can put behind your social media blogs wherever it is that you post it and somebody clicks on it the person pays you and the money is settled instantly to you so what it does then for you is that you have your service that you are providing you have the product you are providing you at this point do not need any developer in here take great pictures of it like i mentioned take the service put it in, in this all we require is we have to identify you philip by your Ghana card mm. or verify you mm. if we can verify you that is it you come in there no money you set up the image you give the description you put the amount and then you save you get a link you can put it behind your posts on your blog 
you can put it behind your social media posts mm. you can put it on your statuses wherever it is that you engage your customers you can put that there and they can click on it and make payments so now great all these four pillars are, are done here mm. convenience is that we are not asking you to come and write any form of code just come to Haptor.com or install the Haptor app. Login, you see request money. You click on it and then you set up your product as it is. Mm. The beautiful thing there is that you can actually make people give you an amount. That is, if it's not a shirt, but let's say you are a social organizer raising funds and we see that a lot sometimes you have um, um, a social organizer working for a charity, working for a home, mm. and you want to receive funds for these homes. Mm. And as you're working, it's like you have to go and do all those things you have to, you don't need to do that. Mm. So you set up the amount, or you say that people can enter the amount, give a description, give an image, that you get a link, the and then you, you do it. So I don't need to set up a shop in Habtel. I can have my social media channels, my Instagrams and my TikToks or whatever. All I need is to just put the details in, generate the link, and I can put the link anywhere. Whether it's my website, my wherever. And so what? The the you the person who wants to purchase a service or the product just clicks on it. And when they click on it, what do they see? How 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 what are the options available for them to make the purchase? excellent question so when the person comes in we have made it convenient for you to be able to get as an entrepreneur when the person comes in as i said we have built reliable systems behind it so anytime the person clicks on it they will have access to it they can be able to pay you on all the payment options that are available now right now the payment options we have available we have mobile money for all the three mobile money accounts we have Visa, MasterCard, and GHKR. So all your users will be able to pay with their GH, that is if they have their bank account, and then they can take a, a screenshot, um, um, scan with their, uh, their bank apps and pay you. They can pay with their wallets, straight, it will come to you. They can also pay with their Visa and MasterCard to come to you. And in the case where they have a capital account and they have a capital balance, they can also and, and, and spend from there as well. The beautiful thing behind there is that I told you about settlement. Mm. Every, most of the fintechs or the payment solutions around try to settle you after a day. So one of the challenges that you see these entrepreneurs will have is that I have limited goods. Probably I have about 100 pieces of um, a, a, a hat I know you like a lot of hats. Mm -hmm. You have 100 pieces of it. You've put it out there. All the 100 pieces have been bought. You have to wait for the next day before you can see. You can actually see all of them have been bought. Yeah. It's like wait for the next day before the money actually is set in your account. You can take it. Mm. With this solution we have, whichever, and it allows you to be able to set up either your mobile money wallet or your bank account. When your customers pay, the money is settled to you instantly. So as they are paying, you are receiving alerts. No, no in-betweens. You see, because as long as we are able to improve that whole process, 
it makes that's what i said the bedrock of it is trade and commerce that we need all these entrepreneurs and these business people to think about their business and not think about all these cumbersome processes around and all that you create your payment links use the request money service have it and then put it there and you can take these payments so that's why we've put all together we call it the take payments and services where it allows you to do that now you know haptal also um we, we started as smsgh one of the strongest arm for us is sms and so we also looked at it for you also as a business if, if you if you 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 take you you might have customers you might have a lot of audience that have your mobile numbers with you now when you also come on haptel the second service we've done for these wonderful entrepreneurs is we call it sms and money when you go there you have the ability to be able to actually load contacts that you have so you have your customers you have a contact base you load them and you can send a personalized message to them with your payment link mm. yes so let's give an example where you have pre-orders so people have pre-ordered for the shirts they pre-ordered for um the, anything that you're selling they pre-ordered for um the pots or the televisions or the laptops when you want to receive take their many uh, um, payments from them you load their contacts you the service will guide you to be able to put the amount and the same thing as i said put your amount it generates a link with the description mm -hmm. it will go to them as sms when they click on it they'll be able to see exactly the same details wow. and be able to pay you wow. now the third thing we've done is that you know taking money is when you use the link you can take the payment you can also go through the sms and money with the same sms and money sometimes you want to pay certain people right as a business maybe you have your employees entrepreneur has about four employees five employees ten employees you're paying them salaries and you don't um know where they want to put the money to so that's why what entrepreneurs mostly do is that they'll rather go and cash them as money and then try to put them in envelopes and then they'll give it to them hapto says no more what you do is you come to the same sms and money when you go there load yourself mobile numbers where you are sending them mm. indicate how much you want to pay each one of them just put it on an excel sheet mm. upload it if you are paying them the same thing uh, same amount it's fine you go put the amount it will give them a link that you have actually prepaid for the salaries or the amounts or the payments that you are trying to send to them mm -hmm. when they go there they will be able to click on it and then be able to actually see the amount that you are sending to them yeah. and the beautiful thing they choose where the money should go so if i am i'm 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 working for someone and the, uh, my boss is my entrepreneur sending yeah my thank you mm. so my salary is um 500 cd 700 cds is mm. sent to me i'll see that mr philippa sean your employee has sent you 700 cds you choose it and you indicate you want to send it to um your your bank account or you want to send to mobile money is up to you mm. the employee and then that last thing we've done is that 
sending out SMS is, is a tedious work. And for us, we've worked on our SMS that you can send up to about more than, up to about 10 million contacts at a go. So to send to above people is not a problem. And so with this innovation, we believe strongly that it gives all these businesses the ability to be able to, number one, take payments by creating these links and then also be able to use our SMS and money platform to be able to do bulk sending of money or bulk um, taking of money um, from, from these users. And we are very excited about it. Um, I'm sure I'll, I'm, I'll, I'll, you will create your, yours for your, your, your link and then be able to, to explore it further. I mean, just, just, just one question before we wrap up because we don't have too much time. So the person who is, for example, making a purchase, that's the link is sent to, do they need to have a Haptal account or anything? Or No, they don't need to. What the person need to do is click on the link and provide the payment option that the person wants to pay with. So if the person wants to pay with mobile money, he selects the mobile money option. In fact, the service also comes with a USSD option. So for those that do not have smartphones or the common opener, it comes with a USSD option where you dial a short code with the reference code. They will see exactly what they are paying for and they will see the details of the person. Remember I said security. Me paying must know who I'm paying. On, a, on, on, on it, you'll be able to see that this is Mr. Philip Ashon, who has been verified because definitely when we were registering you, we had, I'm taking you, going through the process. So KYC sorted out. You remember Bank of Ghana will mm -hmm. definitely come to us. So we sorted out the KYC part and verified you and they can see exactly who they are paying and then the money um, is settled to you. We also have a team in-house that are making sure that we are strengthening and our systems are strengthening the security around people who pay and the people who receive money. And so far it has been wonderful. And so I'm happy to discuss that with you and make sure that the whole world hears about it. That's interesting. I mean, I, I'm, I'm first of all very impressed, you know, the fact that clearly this is something that is looking beyond today and obviously making things much more convenient. And the focus on the business is also very, very important because, you know, I mean, it's commerce that really moves an economy at the end of the day. And so I think those are the parts that really, really excite me. Um, I mean, we're wrapping up on the conversation. Any, any final words before we take leave of you? Uh, anyway, thank you for coming to Hapto once again and inviting me. Um, so we're saying that, but I think what I want to say finally is that this is exciting times for all of us. And I, I want to say that if um, you are you're a business, you're an entrepreneur, you want to do something, this is the time for you to be more creative. This is the time for you to know that you have a backing. And so you don't need to worry too much about how you're going to take your payments. Rely solely on making sure that whatever service or um, 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 uh, products you are trying to give out are legit and Haptor is your backbone. We are there to serve you. And um, finally, let me say also that um, the for for those that will have their own websites, they can also link this to it. But maybe if they want to do some specific form of integration also in addition to it, it's a space for it. And if you go through it, you see that that is also for them. But that is for those who really, really want to go. Exactly. Well, um, Patrick, thank you. 
thank you so much for taking the time to walk us through um, basically what the payment ecosystem is and what these new innovations that, for example, Haptel has put together for the benefit of, of businesses and consumers as well. Well, listeners, this is where we draw the curtains down on the show. Today, we've been speaking with the head of product at Haptel, um, Patrick Asari from Pong, and he's been walking us through the essence of, of payments, has been walking us through Take Payment, and um, which is a new product also by, by Haptel. And um, I do hope that it, it, brings to, it brings your mind or puts your mind at ease in terms of what you intend to do with your business, how you intend to grow your business. And for those of you who are looking for a way of starting new businesses, clearly don't, don't think too hard about the payment side of the conversation. Just build your business. Just go to Haptel.com and just make it work and search, and search for it. So just visit the Play Store or the, um, the Apple App Store and just look for Haptel and you know just download it and just go through the process it's very very straightforward it's very very easy and i'm sure you'll get a hang of it sooner than later it's better to just think about growing your business than to have a headache about how to receive payments and and take payments for for that matter well my name is philip Ashon. this is where we draw the curtains down on the show it's been an absolute pleasure coming your way i do hope that you've enjoyed it um keep your comments coming and let us know if there are any topics that you want us to discuss as well in the future um, but until next week stay techy.